Well, I'm about as stressed as a hen hawk in a chicken coop in the middle of July. My name is Joe Batanz, and I'm here with Adam Burns. We're going to be talking about how we've been doing since we last spoke. We're going to be talking about what's going on in our lives, what's going on in our kitchens, what's going on in our hen... Adam, you ever been in a place where they, uh... Never mind. They're throwing down. <laughs> Top of the show. This is throwing down. I'm, I'm joined as always by the rootin' tootin', shootin' mouth of the South himself, Mr. Adam Burns. Hello, Adam. Hello, Joe. You know what's so funny? Is you read this 538 blog? Well, I don't, but I go there. I don't even know why I do, because they were so wrong in 2016. That's not true. I hate when people say that. But I, <laughs> but I go there. Uh, so every day I look for um, 2020 polls. Yeah. You know? And uh, so I go there and I look at their poll average. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, it's so, I mean, I'm so like um, pessimistic. Because I'm like, no, those can't be right. Like, it's got to be closer than it really is. And like, I don't want to get my hopes up because, Mm -hmm. you know, like come election day, it's going to be a totally different story than all these polls probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And Trump's probably going to like cheat Mm -hmm. and like throw away a bunch of votes. He's probably going to go out himself and like just like grab like ballots and, and start burning them or something. You know, it's really concerning to me, you know, it's fake news. Yeah. So Laurie Roggenkamp, you know her, right? Yes, I do. Yeah. So she went on a tirade on one of our, our, it's a more niche show where we talk about Drag Race Thailand. Okay. And uh, did you watch this Drag Race Thailand? No, I I did not. Yeah. I didn't know. I didn't even know there was a Thailand. You Drag know the, race. the country of Thailand exists? Yes, I did. Yeah. You know the country of Thailand exists? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, Thai food. Oh, yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, so it was on that show, but she went on this like crazy rant, right? And I was talking to Adam Vaught about it this morning, actually, where she she thinks anybody who thinks Trump's not going to win is an idiot. Okay? And I want to talk about this. Nate Silver drama that everybody, Lori said it, you've said it, and I I don't even know how to combat this sort of Well, is there drama? Well, it's a sort of myth about Nate Silver being wrong. Well, no, no, no. So, well, we can talk about it, but let me me correct myself. Okay. Polls were not accurate in 2016 or led people to believe that Hillary was going to win. Mm Mm-hmm. Thus, we're a little bit skittish, or some mm-hmm. of us are a little bit skittish to accept polls this year mm-hmm. because of that reason. I'm not yeah. saying that like Nate Silver is like an ignorant <clears throat> person and should be shot, 
I'm saying yeah. normally people trust polls or have yeah. trusted polls <laughs> in the past, mm-hmm. and we were burned by that in 2016. Mm-hmm. So that's it. So in 2016, on the national poll, so here, here's oh God, I'm having a, a polling science talk here. Uh, so the big, big polling companies with a lot of money behind them, right? Um, and that spend a lot of money, they generally do it on either very large states or the national poll. So the national polls are generally very accurate, uh, because it's the big companies do them, right? And they just have the tools to do those national polls. So actually, so I'm taking the national poll right now. On the national poll, they were right on the money. Okay. Hillary won by three. I think they had her up by like three or four or five. I don't know what it is, right? But within the margin of error. Okay. And that, so that poll was 100% accurate. Those polls were 100% accurate. The, um, the 538 stuff on that was accurate. The part where, and, and, and if you look at, and I, I haven't done a postmortem, Across the board in the country, uh, for the most part, they were very right. The problem was there were these key states that led to Trump winning, right? Where, like, I think Michigan, Wisconsin was definitely one of them. Michigan, these, like, little tiny states that, um, like, I know Pennsylvania they paid a lot of attention to. I don't know how the polls were on there, but, like, like there were these states that Hillary even ignored Wisconsin. It, people were just so convinced Wisconsin, Wisconsin was going to go for Hillary. There was no major polling company that sent real polls into Wisconsin. And so the, the polls in a lot of these key states where Trump won by like 10,000, not even like by a lot, like by very, very little. He, he just skated by and it was just enough that the polls weren't very accurate But even then, I don't know what the poll numbers were. I haven't done the postmortems on those little states, but where the polls were wrong were these one or two or three places that the polling companies weren't paying attention to. And they were, and then it flipped the electoral college. It was exactly what needed to happen in the electoral college. But it wasn't, and also the thing with Nate Silver in particular, I think you know this and you were alluding to this. Strangely, and this is kind of gross, it's sort of impossible for him to be wrong. Because he does polling averages and then he gives you a likelihood something will happen. And so um, I think with Hillary, she had like a 75 or so, it's around there, percent chance to win. And in their computer model, she won three quarters of the time and Trump won a quarter of the time, you know? And so in a weird kind of way, he was right. He's like, yeah, just 25% of the time Biden won and that 25%, you know? Um, the polls though, and actually Trump, I mean, Nate Silver's talked about this and, um, the polls are so much more skewed towards Biden that, uh, now it's 88 and 12. So this is not 75, 25 around there. It is 88 and 12. And in some of these key states that Trump needs to win, I mean, it's like insane. And also I'll be honest with you, that doesn't bode well for Trump. A lot of these the fact that as of today, as of today, it might even be more by the time election day comes around, 21% of the country has voted. Well, no, 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 no. Rephrase, that's wrong. 
of the people that voted in of the same number of people that voted in 2016 have already voted. Okay. Joe, I just realized something. What? So you and I record on Tuesdays every two weeks. Yeah. Do you realize that our <gasps> recording for our next episode is on election day? We're going to have to do live election results. People are going to come. Okay, so I'm announcing it right now. Don't go to CNN. Don't go to Fox, MSNBC. I don't know what of our listeners would go to Fox. John Arts, right? You're going to come here for live breaking news in terms of the election here, right here. But anyway, I was going to say just to wrap it up, Adam, is that does not bode well for Trump that over 20% of the same, the same, 20% of the same number of people in 2016 that voted have already voted. And it's usually if they're voting that early, they're passionate and they're passionate about throwing his ass out. So, but, but what's funny and the reason, and, and I want to, the reason I actually brought this up originally, Adam, and I want to talk about it now is I, you know, on 538, they have that like snake that show, have you seen that of the polling averages? I mean, all I really look at is, um, is that like I, I Google 2020 polls cause I'm 80 years old yeah. and like, I don't know how to type in a URL right. apparently. And then uh, I find the 538 one, and then at the t- the one it takes me to is the polls section, but they have a link at the top that says, see who's ahead in our 2020 national polling averages. Yeah. So what I look at is the national polling average, and I look at the top one that's an average of all the polls. Okay. I'll send you so the like page. right now yeah. – Go ahead. Right now it's showing Biden plus 10.3. Mm-hmm. And Trump, well, they're not showing a Trump minus, but Trump is at 41.9%. Biden is at 52.2%. So let me tell you this. So this is why I brought this up. So on 538, I got to find the page because it is a very specific page where it's a page about all the national averages by state. Okay. And there's like almost like a snake. And maybe someone in Mixer will post a link there. It almost is like a snake. And on one end of the snake, is the red states right and the red and the redder the state the more is going for trump and then the snake moves along and it it'll get lighter red lighter red lighter red so the almost where it's like white essentially and then it gets to like light blue light blue like and it gets to a darker blue so on the blue side at the very end it's so funny washington dc is like it's like i think it's like literally like 93 percent uh, versus seven percent for Trump. It's something crazy like that, right? So it's super, super dark blue. Okay, and then you go through and wind through California and blah blah blah, blah. and in the middle you have you know the obvious swing states like Ohio and uh, North Carolina and, and Georgia, those places, right? But Arkansas. Oh well, no, 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 no. So that's what I want. No, we're all the way at the bottom. No, no, you're well, not, actually it's at the top. It's red, 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 red. And I think it's like right now I saw it's like, actually, it's even crazier than I thought. I thought actually it'd be more red. It's like 53, 47 or something like that. I can look right on the, we did find out, we did find out that our next door neighbor Mm -hmm. has a Joe Biden sticker in their window. Oh, interesting. Uh, So our, so us and our neighbor Uh are voting for Joe Biden. This the naked neighbor or the other neighbor? The naked neighbor, yeah. Oh, yeah. So anyway, the, what I was going to say is because 
there, again, going to a history thing, and I got to find out the name of this political science rule. I can't remember what it is. But when they first started doing polling, that did you you know that famous picture of Harry Truman holding up the newspaper that said Dewey defeats Truman and he actually won? You know? Um, because the newspapers called it for Dewey, but it, it, the, the late states hadn't come in yet. And, I may have seen that, but I'm okay, not yeah. sure. And oh. so, and that was actually also at the beginning of polling and the science of polling. And uh, there were people who were like shocked by this. And they said that they were shocked because everybody they knew was voting for um, Dewey, right? And so there's, I think it has to do, I think it's the Dewey Truman race, right? And so um, I can't, there's a name for this in statistics, okay? Where basically when you're surrounded in your universe, you have a false sense of what reality is. Like, so instance, in LA, when Hillary was running, they, they just thought, they just assumed it was so obvious Hillary was going to win, you know? Yeah. But, it's but, funny because I was, I believe on election night, I was in, um, I was in California, I believe. I and, remember. and Christina and I, Christina Hill and I went to a Pride 48 legend icon to at Christina Hill. Yeah. Yeah. To an Applebee's or Chili's or something. Mm hmm. And we were having dinner together and they had the election result, the live election results on the TV. And there were so many people there that were for Trump. Mm -hmm. And this was in California. And I was like, wait, I thought California was just like blue, blue, blue. Oh, it is. But you were like, Christina lives in a a rural part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we were, I don't know. She lives like in, um, it's not LA. It's like a a suburb of. San Francisco, yeah. not, not even a suburb, like an hour away, but it's like, uh, I can't remember. I San Jose. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know. And that, but that's a very techie area. So I still would have thought that that would have been more liberal, but everybody in that Chili's was like cheering every time Trump would get another state or whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Were you one of the people anyway? So, no. So anyway, what I want to get to, here's my point. Do you think maybe you're more nervous because you're surrounded by so many Trumpers, so it's hard for you to believe the polls? I think I know. I think I'm just nervous because I'm a pessimist in general. Mm -hmm. And I just knew that Hillary was going to win. She didn't. Mm -hmm. So I'm like shell-shocked by that. I mean, she did, but she didn't because we have the whole electoral college thing and, you know, whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. And, you know, and so those two things together, plus how horribly the country has been run for the past four years. Yeah. Like, and because I'm a pessimist, it's like, for instance, I do a recap of two different reality television shows. Sure. I do, but for, I do Survivor and Big Brother. Mm Mm-hmm. It never fails that the person I absolutely loathe, like the biggest jerk mm-hmm. on these reality shows, I mm-hmm. hate them. Mm-hmm. They always end up winning. Sure. The one I hate the most. So, you know, that, you know, I'm like, so it just, I'm like, oh, I hate him. Like, I can't stand him. You know, I just, mm-hmm. I, I'm used to people who I hate winning. Mm-hmm. Plus the election in 2016 was just like, you know bad and it's been horrible for the past four years and 
I don't know. All of that combined. I'm not sure mm-hmm. that because I know how Arkan I know how Arkansas is. I mean, like, I know there are other states out there, but mm-hmm. I, I know how Arkansas is. So I brought that up because, you know, my cousin, he's in California, but he's a construction worker. Right. And he called me. He said, I'm calling you because I know you're smart. And I was like, go on. <laughs> and okay. he goes, because from what I'm hearing, it looks like Trump's going to win. Which is so funny because California poll in the polling is like, I think it's like 67-37 for, that doesn't add up, but like, let's say 60-40 for Trump, I mean, for Biden. So like, it's going to be like a, a lopsided victory in California for him. But he was nervous because he works in construction and everybody in construction is MAGA, you know? And, yeah. uh, so it's hard, you know, when you're surrounded, when your environment is, right, yeah, I will echo what you, you hear. Yeah, go ahead. I can see that, but I think, I think if you're someone who's very internet savvy and online all the time and, mm-hmm. and in touch with people mm-hmm. all over the country, mm-hmm. like me, mm-hmm. that, you know, I have a, I think I do have a larger view than someone who is just depending on, like what his construction yeah. worker friends are mm-hmm. saying to him, mm-hmm. you know, when he goes to work or whatever. But do you so, think though, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Well, that's it. No, go ahead. Do you think though, and, and I, I brought up that thing where everybody's going to think, you know, cause of Dewey Trump ish, uh, Dewey uh, Truman thing is, I wonder if there's going to, it's going to be this thing where everybody like in Arkansas and Wyoming and Montana Everybody they know is voting for Trump. And so when Trump loses and let, and, and I'm, I'm going in a, in a, in a hypothetical world, Adam, let's say, ev- let's say Nate Silver's predictions are a hundred percent right. And then by that case, it would be a landslide victory, right? That the natural yeah. thing wouldn't be to think for this is for them. Oh, we were wrong. It's, Oh, the Democrats stole this because everybody I know is voting for Trump. So it of must course. be it must be that this is stolen and cheated. I would say absolutely because Trump himself will be saying that. Mm-hmm. In fact, he's already started the process of saying, "Oh, mail-in ballots are not trustworthy." Mhm. And and he knows that Democrats are going to be more likely to do mail-in because a, typically, you know, mm-hmm. Democrats have, well, I don't know, but I would think that Democrats have more of the office jobs where they're working from home. They're probably not going out and all that and, and mm-hmm. would want to save time by doing something that they could just get mailed to them and then mail back or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But also because the Republicans are not taking COVID seriously and the Democrats are. So Democrats are also going to want to do like a mail-in because they don't want to go stand in a line with a bunch of COVID-infected people, mm-hmm. you know. And so he's already started like, oh, mail-in ballots are horrible. You can't trust them, whatever. So if it comes down to mail-in ballots, that's what he's going to say. Yeah, all those mail-in ballots, they were faked. Mm-hmm. You know, they were. I, I won. But, mm-hmm. but all these mail-in ballots, they're fraudulent. You know, that's yeah. what he's going to do. I mean, alternatively, though – if if Trump were to win, mm-hmm. I think Democrats – there are a lot of Democrats who would also say, oh, well, he stole it somehow. Because 
But I would say they would have more of a reason to think that with Trump because he literally lies like all the time mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and literally like was. But I think it would go either way is what I'm mm-hmm. saying. I think no matter who wins in this election, mm-hmm. I think the other side is going to be there will be talk of the other person cheating mm-hmm. somehow. Now, Lori, on the same thing here, uh, she was saying, well, because we talked about it a little bit. She also said that. Even if Trump does lose, quote unquote, by the elect, by the vote, that he's going to sue and the Supreme Court is in the back and there's going to be another election, even though it's constitutionally impossible. But like um, that he's not going to go and or he'll just declare himself president for life or blah, blah, blah. Do you buy into that logic? Uh, no, mm-hmm. I don't. But I will say this, it, some of that is in the back of my mind a little mm-hmm. because I wouldn't have thought a lot of the things that have happened since Trump became president mm-hmm. would have been possible in America. Mm-hmm. Like even the, the things he says on Twitter, I mean, even some of the trivial things. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I – I don't believe that it will go that far, mm-hmm. but but I there is a little bit of nagging in the back of my mind going. But you know, you didn't think a lot of the things that have happened for the past four mm-hmm. years were possible, and he's just mm-hmm. steamrolled and mm-hmm. you know ignored the law, and mm-hmm. you know, and he is very sue happy. So I mm-hmm. I do think he probably immediately would sue. Mm-hmm. Like you know, I, I do think there will be legal action if he mm-hmm. loses. Mm-hmm. But I mean, he's not going to be able to declare himself president for life or, Mm -hmm. but you know, one thing that I was thinking, you know, let's, let's get beyond Trump, Mm -hmm. the Republican party. And I'm not going to say the Democrat party, the Democratic party is perfect or anything like that. I'm sure there are a lot of cheaters in the Democratic party, Mm -hmm. but the Republican party has gotten used to do whatever you can lie, cheat, steal, rig things, bring in Russia, like do whatever you want to win the election, you know, now that they've gotten a taste of that, you know, who's to say that, you know, Republicans just from now on aren't going to use the Trump strategy mm-hmm. and beat Democrats by just cheating, mm-hmm. you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Now, also, do you find it ironic that uh as you people might not know this in the afterthought media world and you might be reluctant here to, to weigh in on this, but that your co-host on Mix Minus, Daniel Brewer, and I famously had a falling out after the yeah. 2016 election. Yes. Because <laughs> Daniel did not vote for president because he said that Hillary and Trump were effectively the same candidates, right? Now, in yeah. those four years, a couple of things have happened. Because you could make the argument – that Daniel didn't matter. And that's what Daniel's argument was, too. It didn't matter. His vote didn't matter because he was in Connecticut, and it was overwhelmingly going for Hillary anyway. Okay? Yeah. And this was his way of expressing dissatisfaction. But in that time, Daniel has now moved to Florida. Yeah. Which is a very important state. Now his vote matters so much more. But also yeah. I think it's funny that he's changing his tune, and now he's Mr. Vote. Uh, and he's voted yeah. against Trump, right? Do you find, do you find any sort of, uh, 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 
irony there in the change well, or no? Yeah, I mean, I do, but but I, I and I think he was wrong for not voting. I'm not, I am not a fan of this. Well, I don't like either candidate, so I'm not going to vote. Like, I I would not. I don't agree with that because, and I'm also not a fan of, you know, my vote's not going to count in my state, so I'm not going to vote. My vote's not going to count in my state for president because we're going to support Trump, but I'm voting. You know. Even though it, it kind of hurts my feelings a little that like it doesn't matter really <laughs> that I'm going to vote for. It doesn't matter because Arkansas is going to be red. I'm going to be one of those red states on the map, you know, that CNN is showing or whatever. But I'm going to vote. So I don't think he was right. Um, I mean, I think no matter if it's going to be an overwhelming victory, you should vote. And if you don't like either one of the candidates, you should vote for the one who's closer aligned with the policy the policies that you like so what i will say is i'm like you in that strangely because california is so overwhelmingly biden it doesn't matter here you know uh my one vote doesn't matter but uh yeah it's still important to vote because i want everyone should vote anyway even if it doesn't matter because i want it so i'm one of the people here's what i believe I actually do believe the polls, and in a lot of the most important states, it's overwhelmingly for Trump. And in fact, a lot of the states that used to be so important— For Trump or for Biden? I'm sorry, for Biden. Uh, okay. A lot of these formerly, like—remember they used to always be about Florida and Ohio? Now we're at the yeah. stage where the Trump—the polls are so pro-Biden— overwhelmingly that that uh, i believe trump could actually still win florida and ohio and he still lose. i think pennsylvania is the big state now you know and i wanted to be so i actually do i'm pretty confident i am cautiously optimistic cautiously optimistic and especially in these states where there maybe biden's up by four you know and I do know about the, you know, the Bradley effect and whatnot. For those of you who don't know, the Bradley effect is that people lie about who they're going to vote for. Like they might be embarrassed to be MAGA voters, so they'd lie and say they're going to vote for Biden, you know? Well, there's also a margin of error on all these polls. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm even so. saying that, but there could be a little bit of a Bradley effect there. And so, so that's why I'm cautiously optimistic, cautiously optimistic, Okay. But I do have fairly – I'm fairly confident that Biden's going to win this, okay? Especially since Trump keeps making more and more mistakes that we'll get to in a second. But um, what I will say is in terms of the Trump refusing to leave, I happen to err the other way. I happen to think that if Trump loses, right – uh that if it's determined that he loses, that he will just fucking bail. He'll just quit and give it to to Pence after the election. I really? Not, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I do not see a universe where Trump, because you know, typically let's let's go back to George H. W. Bush and uh, Clinton. He loses to Clinton and George H. W. Bush. Was the bigger man, stayed in the White House, went to the inauguration with Bill Clinton, and I'm sure that must have been very painful, but he still did it. Do you see a world 
in which Trump <laughs> welcomes Joe and Jill Biden to the White House, says, here's your new home. And then um, and then uh, and then goes to the inauguration and watches Joe Biden give his inauguration speech of a thing. No, 100 percent. He's out of there. Right. Well, did they go to the inauguration? Because yes. I thought, yes, I and maybe I'm wrong because I don't really watch all this. But I, but I, for some reason, I had it in my head that at the same time the inauguration is going on, that's when the the former first family is getting on the helicopter and being whisked away to, you know, their new home or whatever. Yeah, they do it during like, you, the parade and the balls and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, um, I, 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 and one hundred percent when that air, when that um, Marine One, when that flies away from the White House, I can't wait till he sees all the fucking people giving him the bird from the get the fuck out of here, Trump, right? <laughs> and it's too bad because of COVID and the threat of white nationalists. Because I would have loved to have seen that a huge inauguration parade for Biden. I was going to go like literally Adam Vaught staying in D.C. right now. And I already invited myself to go. But then I started thinking like, you know, I, I don't I could see these proud boys, these white nationalists like doing like a bomb at the inauguration, you know. And uh, so I don't trust them A is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Um, OK, Adam, well, we've used we've used the we'll first. Oh, go ahead. We've used the first time to talk about the election. Yeah. Um, but, uh, uh, oh, by the way, in terms of Supreme Court, if it goes to Supreme Court, Roberts is the chief justice. He's very concerned about, um, his, his mark. He'll go with the liberals and not give Trump what he wants. Okay. Believe it or not, I actually have, uh, a strong liking for Neil Gorsuch. Even though Neil Gorsuch is conservative, even if he has mostly conservative views, I actually do believe he takes it very seriously and sees the law the way it's supposed to be. And I think he would not vote for Trump. Like, he would be no. Now, there's Amy Coney Barrett and uh, Kavanaugh and Alito and Thomas. Fuck them. I think they will give Trump what he wants, right? But I think I think you'll be surprised if it goes to Supreme Court. I think – that it will go in favor of Biden. Well, it depends on the case as well, right? Because, I mean, there has to be a case. So there has to be him saying, oh, I think the the ballots were fraudulent or something. Well, I or, think you know, what it'll be, it'll be a, a case of stopping the count. See, anyway, and also what I, I, I promise this too, where Trump's making a mistake. So, okay, let's, let's talk about, I don't know this is, this is turned to a political episode. I'm gonna it's say fine. This. I have look. My life is so boring. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. Cause... Oh, okay. Do you know about this Hunter Biden laptop drama? A lot of people don't because the mainstream media is not reporting it, and for very good reason. But do you know about this laptop drama? Yeah, I mean, I know that they the Post published a story, yeah. and they found. I don't know the details, but they found they found a laptop that that, that some repairman said. Yeah. Hunter Biden dropped yeah. off. Yeah. And Hunter Biden, by the know, way, who lives in LA. Uh huh. And I, I don't know. I, there was some stuff on it, some emails or something. Mm -hmm. yeah. And uh -huh. that's about all I know. And, you know, that basically they think Trump's going to bring that. And it was, uh, it, the, the other thing that I heard on this, uh, podcast that I listened to was that 
it's uh, Rudy Giuliani and they think he's like working with Ukrainian yeah. like folks. Yeah. Yeah. Cause Giuliani <laughs> yeah. won't let them see, like, they don't know who the repairman is. No, they're, they're, oh, he gives them like little drips and drabs. Right. And, uh, what's funny is to prove the veracity. This is the part where I said, I don't get their tactic. To prove the veracity that they really have the laptop. By the way, the, on, the only source for the laptop are Steve Bannon and Rudy Giuliani. Okay. To prove that they really have this laptop, that Hunter Biden, who lives in LA and support, supposedly uses all this money to make himself rich, but he decides to go to a cheap laptop repairman in like New Jersey or something like that because it's a special deal for $85. And then decides to just leave his laptop there. Uh, that so to again, I suppose there's these emails that show he was using like uh, Barisma to like enrich himself. But this Hunter Biden to prove that they really had this, they release a series of text messages between him and his dad, which I actually believe are real. Believe it or not, I believe are real. My whole thing I was talking to Adam about this today is. And I think you've alluded to this. I don't think the laptop really exists. I think it's a cover for sh- st- hacking that the Russians and the Ukrainians have done and gotten these text messages or whatever files. And so they're making up this lie about a laptop. But uh, but the part I don't get there, like, okay, well, we're going to prove it. We're going to release these embarrassing text messages between Hunter Biden and his dad, Joe Biden. And have you read these text messages, Adam? No. Okay. No, I haven't. They're heartbreaking. Literally heartbreaking. You might even cry. They're Hunter Biden asking basically for his dad's forgiveness for being such a fuck up. Yeah. And Joe Biden is being like an amazing dad and being like, I love you. Let's talk. You're not a fuck up. You know, don't be sad. And And I'm like, what was the end goal here with releasing these technologies? Because all you're doing is making Joe Biden seem like a rad father. And the other thing, too, is, is there anybody left in this country and world? I can't speak for you, Adam. Maybe you can tell me. But who hasn't in some way been touched by the by the demon that is drug, uh, substance abuse or depression? Is there anybody who hasn't been touched by that left? I don't know anyone. Oh, really? I mean, no, I don't know anyone. That's what I'm saying. Oh, really? You don't know anyone? Oh, no, wait. You don't know anyone what? Who hasn't been touched. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Double negatives yeah, all yeah. over the place. Yeah. You, so you, you so, everyone yeah. I know has been touched in some way by yeah. either depression or, or not, maybe not personally, but maybe they have someone coach. in their family. Like, yeah. alcoholism runs in my family. So I have uncles and, mm-hmm. you know, that, yeah. So, I mean, that, but there's other stuff too. So, I mean, yeah. everybody I know has something. Yeah. Some people have been touched by their uncles like you. <laughs> I've not been touched by my uncle. But anyway, yes, I agree with you, Joe. And so that's why I'm like, what a weird pivot to make here because releasing these text messages to a lot of independents, especially, because of course, anyone who's pure MAGA is like, yeah, fuck this Joe Biden. They can put whatever out there. Okay. But to an independent who truly, I don't know who this person is, but who truly is like, I don't know. It's going to be like, wow, Joe Biden seems like a great father. 
You know? And all he has to do in the debate, if Trump brings that up, is just say, I love my son and everyone goes through stuff and I was supporting my son. That's basically all he has to say. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and it's also what does it mean that no major news story would touch this story? No yeah. major news source. Would did touch this did story. you hear that they're going to they're going to what they're going to do at the debate is they're going to shut off their mic after two minutes. But don't no, you no, know? No, 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 that's not what it is. That's not what it is. Yeah. each So they're going to ask them a question. Mm hmm. And then their mic is going to whoever was asked. So let's say I say, Mr. Trump, mm -hmm. what is your thought on the trade situation between Nepal and, you know, whatever? And then he gets two minutes. And so his mic is on and Joe Biden's mic is off. Yes. And then there's a section after that where Joe Biden can respond and both of their mics are on. Mm -hmm. That's right. Yeah. And then. You know, but what's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen is they're going to be like, uh, Mr. Biden, what do you think about so and so? And then you're going to hear Hunter is a drug addict. Yeah. You know, behind mm -hmm. him because they're not in separate pods. Yeah. You know, so they're going to shut off Trump's mic and he's just going to yell. I'm uh, not going to watch the debate. I mean, I refuse. So. Oh, you're not going to watch it? No. Okay. Uh, all right, Adam, uh, any big news uh, that we need to know about? Well, do, do we have a cooking segment? I'll be honest with you. I have not cooked it because I was on that weird diet. Well, do then... you want to wait or yeah, let's, I cooked let's it. just wait. Do you wanna... Are you, well, well, okay. Okay. You, was that the first time you ever cooked it? Yeah. Okay. So why don't we do this? Cause I am going to cook it. Cause I know my dad would really like it. Okay. Okay. So are there any tips? Did, okay. Well, first of all, did you do your classic? I didn't have chicken or rice or anything, so I made a, a turkey pot pie. There was, there was no rice in the recipe. Oh, yeah. Okay. What is it it's, again? It's spaghetti. It's chicken spaghetti. Oh, that's spaghetti. right. Yeah, 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 chicken spaghetti. And then one of the things where, like, uh, I made a, uh, uh, a turkey lasagna. Oh, wait. Now where's Adam? He's frozen. I, I got... I'm here now. Okay. okay. What happened? All right. Go ahead. I lost you, so... We lost each other. Yeah. Uh, so you're going to have a lot of editing on this mm -hmm. episode. So uh, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I shouldn't give you – I want to get your honest opinion of the recipe. So I, I don't want to give you too much right now, actually, because if you're going to cook it, then I want you to have – I want to have a, a non – I don't want to um, uh, skew – your thought one way or the other. So, so you don't, uh, want, you don't, don't want to tell me if you like it or not. I don't want to tell you because I want I want you to form your own opinion one way or the other. And How about I don't this? want to skew it. How about this? Will you I, tell me if Mark liked it? He said it was good. Let me ask you this. Did you do any weird swaps? No. The only thing that I didn't do is it called for spicy Italian sausage. Mm -hmm. And instead of the spicy sausage, I got the mild Italian sausage. But I did get Italian sausage. Okay. Mark does not do well with spice. So I just got the mild version. And but it should have had the same everything else, just mm -hmm. no heat. Okay. So that, um, that's all I do. Everything else was exactly what it called for. Like the chicken thighs, the... Mm -hmm 
sausage other than this it wasn't spicy mm-hmm. the parmesan cheese the so you did everything the way it was supposed to be how everything long, how I long did. did it take you to cook two hours over oh, two hours god. <laughs> oh god why do you always pick these super long recipes I, well first of all i thought pioneer woman i mean pioneer woman always does these easy shortcut sort of recipes right mm-hmm. yeah and so i was thinking pioneer woman it's gonna be super easy it's gonna be like a 30 minute deal or maybe mm-hmm. even 15 or 20 minutes because mm-hmm. if you ever watch her show yeah. it's always easy crap so i didn't read it i mean i was on the spot i looked i'm like you know what i've never cooked a pioneer woman recipe mm-hmm and so we discussed it and you decided on the chicken spaghetti. And then after we got off the air, yeah, I read the recipe. Yeah. It's not hard, but there are a lot of steps and you yeah. have to like, anyway, I, but you know, you should do it because I've done it now. So. Okay. Before we go, are there any stories you want to tell? Did we miss anything? We took the, I, that was my fault. We took the whole time up with Trump. Well, I'll just give an update. I don't know if I said this on the show, but I will. Um, so I've been wondering, like, you know, church, they've started having church again, mm-hmm. like in person. Sure. And uh, but I still I'm not going. Mark mm-hmm. watches mass on TV every Sunday. I'm a whole I'm a horrible person and I'm just yeah. not doing anything. Sure. Um, occasionally I'll sit down and watch part of his mass mm-hmm. or something. Yeah. But uh, but. I've, you know, I've been wondering, like, what are they going to do for Christmas or whatever? And Mm -hmm. so they, they emailed a couple of weeks ago and said, Hey, Mm -hmm. we're going to do this special, like, social distanced, uh, you know, recording. We're going to include the orchestra and we're going to play this recording during the Christmas show. So Mm -hmm. we're not going to have a live performance with all the orchestra and choir and everything Mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, Oh, you know, that might be something that, Mm I might, you know, depending on how they do it, maybe they're going to bring us in one at a time mm-hmm. and have us like play our part, you know, into a microphone mm-hmm. and then they're going to mix them together. Mm-hmm. And so I get this email. So, so you know, with n- like no details about what exactly it literally says. Um, We're going to record on October 27th. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've loaded the choir and orchestra music into your app. We have an app. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you should find the printed music, blah, 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 blah. And um, it, it says we may be able to get done earlier if we all know our par- parts. Mm-hmm. And there's a rehearsal recording, blah, blah, blah. Be be here on October 27th at 630. It says nothing about masks, nothing about social distancing, nothing mm-hmm. about anything. It just says be here. We're going to do it from mm-hmm. 6 to 8, mm-hmm. choir and orchestra. Mm-hmm. No details about that at all. And then they're like, oh, and by the way, we're doing a special video on the 28th. And we also want you guys to take part in that. Oh my and we're going to, uh, by the way, bring your family. family? We're going to have 350 people in attendance. What? Oh, wait, this is not a food segment. I mean, okay, yeah. We, <laughs> we will be social distance and you should wear a mask. When the filming starts, please remove your mask. No. Yeah. And so I'm like, no. Now, I'm going to just give them a little bit of a benefit of the doubt. 
Mm-hmm. They're not doing it at the church. They're doing it somewhere else. And I did read right before this that they're providing porta potties. So I'm wondering if this is an outdoor location. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mention anything about it being outdoor. It doesn't say mm-hmm. anything about like where it is. But the recording, even if that video, I mean, I just find it odd that they're going to gather 350 people, mm-hmm. even if it is outdoor. And then be like, oh, by the way, uh, take your mask off mm-hmm. <laughs> once we start recording. And uh, and then the audio recording for sure is going to be in a inside. They're not going to record mm-hmm. audio outdoors. Mm-hmm. And uh, and they haven't provided me any details on like how they're going to protect me or other people from getting COVID. So I'm not going to do it. Like I I debated back and forth. I was like, ah. You know, maybe, mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I, you know, it's just one thing and, you know, but no, I'm, you know what? I'm not going to do it. I decided mm-hmm. I'm just going to be like, no, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. I think this is irresponsible and uh, I'm not doing it. But I just thought it was ridiculous. Like, why are they gathering all these people? I don't know that, that, and I know that's not much of a story, but I just, I wanted to bring it up because we've talked well, a lot no, about okay, COVID. But and, also too, but like, aren't Arkansas's numbers going up? Well, I don't know today. I mean, I did see on the news. I just kind of pa- – Mark watches news every day, but I try to avoid it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did pass by him la- a couple of – a few days ago, and there was a map showing all the states that are having increasing numbers. Mm-hmm. And surprisingly, Arkansas was surrounded by states that were increasing, but Arkansas was not. Steady. We're going down. It was steady. Okay. Yeah. I don't know today. Yeah. But a couple of days ago or a few days ago, we were not increasing. Okay. But uh, but no, I just think it's irresponsible. And I'm like, why for a stupid video for a church service mm-hmm. are you going to put everyone at risk like that? I mean, it just doesn't seem – I don't know. And I also told my parents I'm not going to Thanksgiving. They're oh. also – they're. <laughs> How did they react to that? Mom said, oh, I figured. Oh, she did. <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like after telling them I'm gay and Mark's my partner, it's like anything I tell them is uh-huh. is can't be as bad as that. So there's like, all right, well, you know, yeah. But uh, well, because she said, okay, your aunt's doing a thing in her house, but she really doesn't know how many people are going because some mm-hmm. people probably won't feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. And she's like, by the way, are you and Mark gonna go? And I was like, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> she said, oh, okay, I figured I'll let her know. Oh, so I'm like, go. okay, great. Maybe you could do like a lunch with her or dinner or something like that or breakfast outside. Well, I don't know. My aunt lives like four uh, hours away from uh, me. So right. it's like, but, but I mean, it's, it's fine. We'll have a get together next year after there's a, uh, a vaccine and, you know, everything gets back to a little bit more to normal. Mm-hmm. But, you know, what's interesting is last year you said something that was even more offensive to them. Do you know what it is? <sighs> No. I love black people. Thank you for listening to Throwing Down with Adam and Joe. Follow Adam Burns on Twitter at TV. You can also email Adam Burns at adamburns.uk at gmail.com or visit his website at geekygay.com. You can follow Joe Batanz on Instagram and Twitter at Joe Batanz. That's J-O-E-B-E-T-A-N-C-E. Throwing Down is an Afterthought Media podcast.